It's midday. Hello and welcome to the news here on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra. It's also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana, 16 regions and around the world at myjoyonline.com. This afternoon, Ghana could benefit from the worrying brain drain that is depleting the country of its human resource. We'll hear from a health expert who thinks the country could benefit if it does this. Cuba has $11 billion at last count. I was reading an article. $11 billion of revenue that is generated through bilateral agreements with countries. I think that policy is interesting and should be studied and should be asked, what does it take for us to do this? We'll hear from the medical director of Nyao Clinic as it calls for a change in policy direction to improve human resources in the health sector. We have to figure out what is the root issue. The policy regimes need to change. A lot of hospitals compromise with quality. Instead of doing cont continuous professional development, also in this bulletin, workers of the Ghana Grid Company, Gridco, are threatening doing so this Christmas if the financial status of the company is not improved. We have details of the statement and later how is shopping of the Christmas going with just a week to Christmas Eve. Some of the prices are good, some is not good because I think everybody with his own price. <laughs> We'll be getting SFs from the market, hearing from traders and shoppers. I am Amisi Nyamicha Thompson. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Now, Medical Director of Nyaho Medical Center, Dr. Elikin Tamaklu, has called on government to adopt the Cuban approach to solving Ghana's brain drain challenges in the health sector. Many doctors and nurses continue to leave the shores of the country to seek greener pastures to poor because of poor working conditions. Speaking on Joy Speaker Series a while ago, Dr. Tamaklo said adopting the Cuban solution is the best way to address the challenge. Cuba has $11 billion at last count. I was reading an article. $11 billion of revenue that is generated through bilateral agreements with countries. They export over 50,000 doctors in 67 countries. These are relationships where the countries pay Cuba to export its talent. That means that that is an acknowledgement that people are going to be going to other countries. But there's a way that the country can benefit if they can actually formalize the agreements and get paid so that they can use that amount of money to train more people to replenish. I think that policy is interesting and should be studied and should be asked, what does it take for us to do this? It's worth asking if Ghana is exporting, and at last count, over 50% of all doctors who've been trained in Ghana are outside of Ghana, and over 24% of nurses who've been trained in Ghana are outside. So if we can acknowledge that this is a problem that can be solved, but will take creativity and an entrepreneurial spirit, I think we can find a solution. And you heard the medical director of the Nyaho Clinic, Dr. Elikin Tamaklo. Now, away from that, workers of the Ghana Great Company, Gridco, are threatening there will be the return of power outages this Christmas if the financial status of the com company is not improved. They're blaming the electricity company of Ghana for the financial difficulties of the company. My colleague Samuel Kujabris joins me in studio with details of this statement. 
Grace, so what are the details of the statement? Well, so the company, I mean, the staff of Gridco are blaming ECG for their current situation. They say, quote, the main cause of the poor cash flow situation is due to the fact that the cash waterfall mechanism, which is used as a mode of payment to the industry players within the sector, is not working and suspected to have been uh, discontinued. Gridco bills ECG who is their major customer over a hundred million dollars, a hundred million cities per month, out of which they say only about 18 to 25% is paid erratically. Now the chunk of the revenue sits in their books without any plans to redeem same. And they say, quote, this situation has made it difficult to pay suppliers, procure the requisite tools, materials and spares, mm. all of which adversely affect the business. Well, what else have you been picking from other stakeholders? Well, we understand that apart from Great Co, companies like Ghana Gas mm -hmm. is owed hugely. Okay. GMPC is also owed. VRA is owed. And I have to add that within the coming week, we will hear more companies also releasing statements that they will suspend the operations if ECG does not pay them. Well, thank you very much, Samo Kojo Brace is head of our energy desk. Now, we're just a week to Christmas Eve. Shoppers are expressing misreactions to prices of goods despite the significant drop in inflation rate to 26.4% from 35.2%. Then our traders say that the hike in taxes is also grinding their pressures to a halt. Here are some of them. Some of the prices are good, some is not good because I think everybody with his own price. We don't have any face price. If anyone told this a face price, they are lying. They are just everybody is giving out here or her own price. That is what is going on now. The price are a bit high. So the government have to give a face price. Tax now so tax now so that the excuses they have been given. Even if you are, if you go and buy it at the retail price it's low, still they will still increase the price. Well, as farmers get ready to till their lands for the next farming season, the Meteor Department is cautioning them to be extra cautious about fires that could lead to massive destruction. Chief weather forecaster at the agency, Felicity Ahiafanyo, is also advising fishermen and drivers to watch out for the foggy conditions to avoid accidents. Those of us that use gas, charcoal, firewood, and then uh, those that normally use the fire to clear their farmlands in preparation for the next uh, rainy season, we need to be extra, extra careful because the environment will be very dry. So any listing can result into bushfire uh, cases. At dawn hours, we are anticipating some areas to have foggy conditions. So motorists that may be using the road at dawn hours or doing night travel to the transition OT region, Sunyani, Wenchigo, so area, Marketing, expect them to be mindful on their videometer and then they should make sure that their headlights or fog lights are very good so that they can see well. For hunters that may be going out to hunt in the night, they should know their targets before they shoot. If not, they will end up shooting another hunter. For Away from that, Parliament has approved a $338 million concessionary agreement 
between the Roads Ministry and Ghana Infrastructure Investment for the redevelopment of the Tema Motorway. The road will be expanded to 10 lanes and construction is expected to last for 36 months. Listen to Chairman of the Roads and Transport Committee on why this agreement is crucial. The committee observed that 1% of the revenue accrued to the, uh, from the project will be given to the Ministry of Roads and Highways. Mr. Speaker, the motorway project is expected, the concession period is for 30 years, and it is expected to be completed in 36 months. Mr. Speaker, it is a 10-lane project redevelopment that they are doing. They are going to expand the lanes for to be 10 lanes with eight interchanges at various sections of the project comprises of three sessions. The first session, the second session, and the third session. The first session is a 19.5 kilometers, with the second session a 2.7 kilometers, and the third session is 1.5 kilometers. Mr. Speaker, altogether is about 27.7 kilometers. Now, ranking member on the Roads and Transport Committee, Isaac Vincent, has backed the agreement on behalf of the minority. The time of the first tranche being the motorway, speaker, has 10 lanes that hitting the Tetapashi uh, motorway. The Tetapashi sector will also be managed and properly constructed, so that the 10 lanes coming from Tema will hit the Tetapashi, that there wouldn't be any congestion and any problems going forward. But more significantly is the construction on the contractor. The competence of the contractor is very critical. We, this is the time that we have to develop local efficiency, local capacity, and local, local competence. And therefore, the, the, the Tamahoto, which is over 50 years, particularly the concrete part of the, the property or the structure, is said that you need the, the capacity of a contractor that is not doubted. And therefore, the contractor, the Maripoma contractor, demonstrating all the confidence and efficiency for this project is appropriate. And that is why we, we support it. And uh, the expectation is that the first tranche will be constructed, will be executed to give way, to give room, to give path for the second and the third uh, tranches. You had Isaac A.J. Mensah, who is ranking member on the Roads and Transport Committee, and Elia, the chairman of the committee, Honorable Kennedy Nyako Osei. Also still on roads, the Ministry of Roads and Highways has told Parliament road tolls will likely be reintroduced in 2024. Government cancelled the tolls in 2021 after introducing the levy, which has failed to live up to its promise. The ministry also says there must be a national dialogue on financing road construction. Minority Chief Whip Governor Kwame Abuja says the tools are welcome and government must digitalize the collection. Mr. Speaker, I think the minister has done the right thing. Uh, we maintain that the suspension was in the haste. Even if today, by the time we suspended it, we were getting 78 million. Mr. Speaker, 78 million can pay SMCs small medium contract, contract who are within the roadside because today we can't pay them. So I welcome the, the bold decision by the minister to reintroduce the debate on, on road tolls as well. We don't believe it should come in the form it used to be. It, should, it can come in a form that is more sustainable and that can protect the accruals more than it used to be. So Mr. Speaker, these two, words, uh, two paragraphs I'm happy about. 
Meanwhile, Deputy Majority Leader Alexander Afanyamak concerns the decision to reintroduce the road tolls are in the right direction. I hold the view that this reintroduction of the road tolls, which reintroduction my respected uh, colleague, the chief whip on the minority bench, has no problem with. Upon being reintroduced, you come with, Mr. Speaker, a digitalized solution to sustain it so that the human interface will be minimized, if not to be eradicated. And as we bring the news to a close, we bring you a wrap of the major stories which featured this week, put together by Hannah Odame. The week started with concerns of voters who explained why they are apathetic towards the district assembly elections. Most of them like to be called honorable, but they are not doing their work well. Despite this, the sector minister said he was hopeful of a massive turnout. This is possible to go beyond 50%. Some property owners in more than 70 communities who were asked to renegotiate their ownership following the Supreme Court's landmark judgment had this word of advice from a land expert. If you have any doubt as to who your landlord is, go to the Lands Commission. Show them where your parcel is. The Lands Commission said it is on hand to provide the needed assistance. We will be awaiting the certified copies to do what the court says we should do. Parliament passed the LI on cannabis use for industrial and medicinal purposes, but the minority had this to say. Ghana is blessed enough. Why from this thing that we is coming to save our economy? The minority in Parliament took on the ECG over its donation of 200 motorbikes to the Ghana Police Service. It is not in the national interest and it will be surprising if it is not procurement driven. The Ghana Independent Broadcasters Association challenged the legality of the $15,000 digital terrestrial television monthly fees by the communications minister. As it is now, we are in court waiting for the outcome and explanation. Road safety advocates advised drivers and pedestrians to be cautious on the roads. Going into the festive season, every driver will drive with caution at the back of their mind. So what are children expecting this Christmas? I will be expecting my parents to buy me a laptop. To have fun. Play video games, have new friends. And that's a wrap of the week with me, Hannah Otame. And that's how we end the bulletin here with me, Mamiesi Nyamiche Thompson. Up next is Joy Sports Link with Nathaniel Atto. One